check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super... It's actually the birthday train. Toot toot, beep beep. Hell yeah. You could smoke it, bring it on stage. I don't give a fuck. You guys have a joy and what a wonderment. And and strap in, friends, because your guest host tonight is hilarious. He actually traversed his way from across the bay to be here with us despite it being his birthday. What the fuck? Put your hands together, everybody, for your guest host of Happy Hour at Mutiny Radio, Zach Zimmerman. Beautiful. Mutiny Radio. How is everybody doing tonight? Perfect. It's Friday. The weekend is St. Paddy's. Perfect time to start the binge. Now's the time. Now's the time. We got to go get whiskey after this. That's what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, I, uh, it's my birthday. If anything, clap for my mom, because I didn't do anything to earn this. She's the one that did it. Give it up for moms. That's true. Also, don't be afraid to date moms, by the way. A lot of people get scared off of like a woman with a kid. They have the best fucking snacks every fucking time. <laughs> It's awesome. You, you, don't you miss having like Sunny D and a fruit roll up? Let's go give a mom some Sunny D. I'm telling you, it works every fucking time. Uh, yeah, I'm 33. Uh, I guess comedy's all about th- rule of threes or something, right? There's something there. I'm sure that'll come up later. Don't worry about it. It's coming. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to keep the show rolling because I've got a lot of stuff in between everybody. Plus, I am showcasing here tonight as well. So uh, I'm sure everybody will get sick of hearing my voice at some point. Uh, so yeah, are you guys ready for your first comic? Yeah. Good. Awesome. Then please give a warm mutiny radio welcome to Arjun Benji. I love my greens in the Don't forget to give me your $2. Don't Uh, forget to give me your $2. You always forget. You and Max said you're the worst. Don't forget to give me my $2. Arjun Banerjee! Yay! I would like to open my set by asking the crowd for $2. (laughs) I I don't have any cash on me, but I will... I will... I I also don't have a PayPal account, which is why I... uh, I don't, but somebody, okay, for real, I will Venmo you too. Pam, please get a Venmo. It would make everything, because that's how I, 
That's where all my comedy money goes. I'm sorry, I'm not serving you enough by giving you stage time. Uh, give me give me your $2. Okay, I'll, I'll start your time over. I'm sorry, okay, it just pisses me no, off that this place exists and people don't help keep support. Uh, okay, okay yeah. well, I'll... Uh, I'll okay. I Thanks. know you're rich. Come on. Well, <laughs> I I don't have a job. I am... I am... I, I think I have... I think I have $150, uh, but it's... Yeah, I also don't... Fifty thousand. I'm a millionaire. Uh, that's why I do this. I'm a I'm a multimillionaire. No. Okay. All right. Well. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Um, I. Uh, uh, I don't. I feel a little weird. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I'm a little. I'm a little thrown off. I. Uh, I. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not good at dealing with conflict. I don't know if you guys can tell. I I generally avoid it. So this isn't this is but this you know you got me there. I mean to be fair, I still didn't pay. Max paid for me, but uh, you know. Uh, um, um, uh, I did have something I wanted to work on, but you know. I for, I didn't forget it. I just feel weird saying it now. But I, in high school, I got really into cross dressing, uh, and I know you're looking at me like, are you even into dressing? And uh, I guarantee you that would have been funnier if this set had started normally. Like, you know, I, if, if we, had, uh, it's in the past. It's too late now. It's too late to. Anyways, I. Uh, uh, I didn't want to say that. I, uh, I, uh, 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 I don't get, uh, 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 what? Fuck you. Okay. No, he said, he said to attack a crowd member, and that's why I said that. Did you hear him whisper that very loudly? Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Tommy. It sounds like I just said fuck you. You know, no. Um, um, I'm recording this. I know. I know your name. I learned it earlier today and that one time we met, you know? I know all of your names except for his. Um, and you just told me yours. Is it Frank? Fiat. What? Fiat. Fiat? Yeah. Like the currency? Also like the currency. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's a cool name. That's a cool name. Where? Um, I'm not going to do crowd work on you because you know what? You know what? Fine. Fine. I mean, you're going to try to say something funny and we'll both be trying to say funny things and that won't quite work. But uh, what do you do, Fiat? Comedian. No, I'm an art director and uh, writer, comedian. Ah, um... oh, damn it. That's a cool job. Uh, well... I refuse to give any of my time back to the room. I, uh, I, I will not. I will, I will sit up here in this emotional state I am in, which, you know, I'll probably get over the moment I leave, which w will be soon. Hell yeah. But you know what that means? Everyone start counting down out loud from 60. <laughs> 59, 58, 57, 56, 55, 54, 53, 52, 51, 50, 49, 
48, 47, 46, 45, 44, 43, 42, 41, 40, 39, 38, 37, 36, 35, 34, 33, 32, 31, 30, 29, 28, 27, 26. I don't know why you come here if you disrespect the place so, if you really hate this place so much, why come here? Why do that? Why? Oh, it's, it's fucking fun. He's running the light. You guys all love it. Yay, Arjun Banerjee. Yay. Yeah, you're at 427. I'm just saying it's disrespectful and you're being an asshole. That's all. You never pay. You think you're, you're pretentious as a, you're the most pretentious person I've ever met. You have no respect for this place or for me. If you don't want to be here, don't come. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, you don't you don't treat people that own it or run it like it. That's cool. You just disrespect it. It's great. Hey, everybody, um, bring back your host. It's his birthday, Zach Zimmerman. Home of the haters, perpetrators and fakers, crocodiles and alligators. Fakers with cake. 12, 11, 10, 9. Wow. Okay. So that's one way to start a show. Oh, that was, he sounded like when I asked a girl, I, I, I asked a girl to prom once, and that was pretty much the response that she gave me. Uh, I, uh, 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 fuck you. That was pretty much the response I got. That was a lot of love. Uh, there are now $3. Three dollars. Let's keep it going, guys. We, uh, it's nice having a place like this to work. It really is. Uh, we should uh, try to do some jokes. No. <laughs> Perfect, Eddie. Love ya. How can you think about jokes at a time like this? I don't know. That's true. That's true. A lot to reflect on today. A lot to reflect on today. It has been kind of weird. Right before I got here, I got in a fight with an old lady at the fucking grocery store. <laughs> For real. Like, it was stupid. I, I do Instacart, so I'm at the fucking store all day. Like, all I do is shop for other people. Uh, I don't really give a fuck about anybody else. There's a shit ton of old people in this store. Everyone's on top of one another because it's a really tiny store and there's no fucking space for carts or anything. You know what I mean? It was awful. And apparently, I stood too long getting two bagels and this woman starts... I'm like, I'm sorry, did I do something wrong? She's like, yeah, you didn't give me a lot of room. I go, I literally moved and gave you all the room. What the fuck do you want, lady? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you sure did. Thanks, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you're welcome, you know, and I go to walk. She's like, yeah, some man you are. Why bring that into it? Like, where the fuck did that come from? So I just thought of the meanest thing I could say to her without cussing, and I said, I can't wait till your kids stop visiting. And I don't fucking regret it. I feel good. You know, you can't just let some random store heckler fuck you up, you know? You got to keep going. You got to keep trudging through. Sometimes it's not that easy. You got to fight through the trenches. And the most important thing is the jokes. So please welcome to the stage your second comic of the night, Mr. Max Eddie. Hey, everybody. How are we doing tonight? There we go. Okay, let's do this right now. Perfect. Um, I'm dating a girl right now, which is cool. Sorry, ladies, the two of you. I'll still fuck you dudes. I got you. Uh, I talked with my girlfriend, and we agreed that, you know, it doesn't count as cheating if I'm defiling God's will, you know? So it's fine. Okay. That's good. Okay, what's going on? 
You missed the first joke. It was really good. Uh, it was super. I know, dude. Uh, no, I'll, uh, I'll I'll tell you after. I got you. Um, now I'm actually I'm dating this uh, this taller girl, uh, which is super. I, she's like eight feet tall. Like when I, it feels that way when I uh, how, when she like crouches down to kiss me. Is it's the worst. Um, actually, no, it's not the worst. That's not. I paid. Okay, we're gonna do that joke. We're gonna still do that joke. Um, some guys don't want to date taller girls because they think it's like emasculating, or like it, they think it makes them less of a man. But honestly, I don't care. I'll fight her. <laughs> I don't give a shit, dude. Like, come on. You, what? You don't think a woman can be man enough to fight me, dude? It's 2019. A woman can be just as man as a man, dude. Like, that's what I'm all about, dude. Literally fighting for equality. What's going on, Cole? This is a normal day. Nothing weird happened. Um, <laughs> nothing weird happened. It was perfect. Um, you missed nothing. It was cool. Um, it was really fun. It's been super fun. Super fun. And I paid, paid $2. Um, a donation, by the way. Did you guys know a donation meant you had to do it? <laughs> it's crazy. I forgot about that. Ugh, forgot about the definition of words and stuff. I could close the doors and we could all go home. Or you can stop being a dick and fucking pay and everything. Dude, you interrupted cool. his fucking set. Yeah, like, that's and, so, and you, you guys people, never pay me, come, and I keep the doors open, I've, I've and paid you have you no the respect. Past five fucking times. Okay, all right like, then. All right, and okay. you can talk about that with someone off the stage, because now it's just a weird vibe for everyone doing comedy tonight. Oh no, it's a weird vibe for you, little daffodil you're, boy. Oh no, you didn't oh. get two dollars from Arjun. Jesus Christ! And now you're paid. Okay, like come on, I'm like wh whatever. Be funny. Be no. funny. Be a fucking. Are you serious? You'll be funny. Try once. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Okay. Get the fuck out the door, motherfucker. Don't say I'm not funny. Fuck you. I have tons of material. I've been doing this for eight years. Fuck off. Don't. That's the worst thing. I'm not funny. Fuck you. Get out of here. Don't come back. Fuck you. Seriously, I keep this motherfucking place open and you don't respect me. If you don't want the stage time, then don't come here. Steal someone else's stage time. Go somewhere else. And come and eat and leave. And don't support the comedy, the, the group as a whole in the community. Yeah, okay. Yeah, bye. I haven't smoked any weed yet. That could be part of the problem. <laughs> we'll take care of that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I work all day and I don't get paid here. And I'm really upset when people don't give me the money because everyone says they're poor. I make less than $1,000 a month here and I haven't been able to pay myself this year yet. I threw an entire comedy festival to try to fucking pay myself. Why do I work for you guys? If, if, if I'm going to get disrespected like that, like those two fuckbags, why work so hard to keep the doors open for everyone when I'm not even getting paid? Why? Because I'm a saint? I'm not a saint. I'm an asshole. Just like every other comedian in here. So they can go fuck themselves and everyone else can do their jokes and have a good time. All right. Zach Zimmerman, it's your birthday. So our next comic. <laughs> You're in for a treat, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I think that's... Uh, what, what are we at here? I'm so sorry. Jonah Pollock? Is that you? Is that your third? My God, please try writing with your other hand. Oh, that, that, this is my good hand. Oh, my God. Your other hand's like, got the alcohol shakes, or? Uh, I'm not judging, I'm just asking. ADD may be on the spectrum. Supposedly, my fine motor skills are not that good. Wow. Maybe try putting the pen in your toes. Jonah Pollock, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Now, Zach Zimmerman and I, we have beef. Like what, dude? You suck your dad's dick with that mouth? No. <laughs> oh, man. No. Dude, welcome to the 33 Club. It's an entirely mediocre club. Uh, it's you, me, Jesus Christ. Uh, a few other people. Wow, you know, I'm totally comfortable with the vibe in this room right now because I grew up in a dysfunctional family where everyone threatened to kill each other from the age of five. Like, normally people are like, I love you, I love you too. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> when everyone's like, you're a fucking piece of shit, get out of my life. I'm like, all right, this is, <laughs> this is fucking crisp, clean oxygen right now. I am timeless in this atmosphere. Um... Anyone else make the mistake of reading exactly what's going to happen as a result of global warming over the next 10 to 15 years? Yeah, dude. The bad news is, is we have no future. The good news is I don't have to make any pretense of saving for retirement. Wow. <laughs> that is so much more money I'm going to be able to blow on like records and burritos. <laughs> I feel like I got a doctor's note like Jonah does not have to have a family or be in any way presentable. <laughs> Other people's grandchildren aren't going to live long enough or well enough to judge my children choices and I'm okay with that um, yeah it's okay uh, feel like you know people are so hopeless everyone's hooked on fentanyl and the FDA was like all right ketamine treats depression <laughs> just the FDA cleared ketamine to treat depression uh, if you're wondering how ketamine treats depression instead of being a person with thoughts and feelings and anxiety uh, you just think you're a chair uh, so, yeah then all that can happen to you is you get farted on a lot, uh, which some people slash chairs are into. Um, yeah, I personally, I treat depression with food, which there's going to be less of in 10 to 15 years. Um, so I should probably get on that ketamine train. Uh, but like with me with food, like if you see me eating unsalted almonds, like food is just fuel, you know I'm in a good place. But if I spend like all Sunday making myself like a fine Italian dinner from scratch, I might kill myself. Uh, like some people can't have razor blades. I'm not allowed to have Julia Child cookbooks. Like you got to keep that shit away from me. Um, I'm trying to date again. Uh, I've been single for a little bit, two and a half years. Uh, gotten to know my hand, like the back of my hand. Hey. Uh, no, but I, I, I don't like like uh, Tinder where it's just you swipe swipe right or swipe left on a stranger. My whole thing is I need to feel comfortable unloading all my baggage on the person I'm going to sleep with. I don't want to know their baggage. Gross. Uh, but like, I, I want to start this app called Bummer, where you just reveal the five worst things that happened to you as a child. Like, oh, you were raised in a cult? I was almost molested. That's crazy. Uh, sometimes that works, and I think mostly that's just too dark of a place to go to. Um, yeah. Round of applause. Whose life was psychologically ruined by the age of six? <laughs> yeah, let's go, Pam. Um... But yeah, no, like, instead of swiping right or swiping left, you either click, this person deserves love, or I can't fix this. That is, that is the other option. Um, my brother recently did 23andMe. He wanted to find out just how Jewish our family was. Turns out we are over 90% difficult to be around. Uh, yeah, we're fucking obnoxious people. Uh, people do 23andMe to find out what's going to go wrong with them as they get older. But did you know you can just hang out with your parents? So I hung out with my mom, and I think we have autism. Well, I'm not really sure. I can't read social cues. Uh, more of a guess. Uh, but yeah, I was raised as an Orthodox Jew. People don't know what that is out here. I haven't heard a squawk. Did, 
All right. Uh, people keep asking me if I fuck through a bed sheet. And I have to tell people I do, but that's just because I fuck people in the clan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want to look you in your creepy ghost eyes while I'm inside you. Uh, but yeah, no, anti-Semites are fun because like a bigot's supposed to make you feel worse about yourself, but the Nazis are like, you control the banks, you control the media. And I'm like, wow, you believe in me more than my own parents. Uh, yeah, no, for me, anti-Semitism, it's like choking. It's fucked up and dangerous, but it makes me feel good. Like, it makes it sound like I'm the one doing the choking. They're choking me. They're choking me, spiritually. You know what? Good Shabbos, everybody. I'm gonna... Jonah Pollock, everybody. That was fun. I appreciated that. He made me feel warm and good about global warming, which I didn't think was possible until right now. I feel very conflicted. It's been a weird day. Uh, all right, we're going to keep the show going. Uh, our next comic, I have yet to meet this guy. I hope he's pretty good. Murahad Shaki. Came from out of town. We off the Al Green. And we keep that style. I got that good, good for sale. Howdy, y'all. Uh, I've had a problem lately. I'm wondering if anybody else could identify this with this problem where you're uh, flipped off by children, like, constantly. Uh, in the past six months, like four separate kids have given me the finger. And I'm not even talking like shitty middle schoolers. I'm talking like eight-year-olds. And they always do it the same way. They check to see if the coast is clear. And then they just fire it from the hip. It never comes at full elevation. It just comes out like bam. And I don't know why they uh, would keep doing that to me other than I think kids might have a sixth sense of like, man, I'm not sure what a bitch is. I think this guy might be one of them. <laughs> better test these birdies out. And I know that has to be the case because that was my criteria when I was a kid. When I was testing the finger on people, I always looked for the weakest person possible. Uh, I've been trying to avoid stupid conversations uh, lately. Uh, I was at uh, Trader Joe's in the dairy and egg section buying dairy and eggs. And uh, a woman came up to me very urgently and was like, excuse me, what's better, 2% or whole milk? I had a lot of questions. I, was, I just said whole milk, but then she said, wait, before you ask, it's for girls. And then I had a lot more questions. Like, are you okay? Do you know where you are? Have you had milk before? Uh, but I had a voice just in my head, just like scream, give up and move on. And I was like, oh, it's for girls? Well, then 2%. Um, speaking of white stuff, uh, I think people get uh, a little too in the weeds when they try and explain white privilege to people. Like people like look at politics or socioeconomics or stuff. I don't think you have to look that far. I think you just have to look at any dramatic movie about a white family. Because uh, if it's about an Arab family like, like me, uh, like we're refugees somewhere, or we're trying to be gay in Saudi Arabia, something really dangerous. Uh, if it's black people, it's like a great biopic or some brilliant social commentary. If it's a white family, they just fucking hate each other. That's the entire conflict. The mom cheats on the dad, the dad cheats on the mom, the kids do drugs, the kids fuck strangers, they all yell at each other, nobody says sorry, and then credits. And meanwhile, I'm just watching in the back going, yep, I would have been beaten for that, I would have been beaten for that, I would have been beaten for that. I remember going to uh, my white friend's houses when I was a little kid and see them talk back to their parents. Like, shut up, mom. Dude, are you trying to get us fucking killed right now? I, um, 
I've been uh, trying to sing out uh, lately called uh, microdosing. Are you all familiar with microdosing? For those of you not familiar, microdosing is when you take a microdose uh, of a drug for its supposed mental and health benefits throughout the day. In my case, it was shrooms. I took uh, a tenth of gram of shrooms every morning with my cup of coffee. And uh, from my extensive research, I can conclude uh, people really like getting fucked up before work. Uh, that's really all it is. Uh, let me tell you, you've never truly had a performance review until you've had a performance review with a small dose of hallucinogens in your system. Uh, hey, Murad, we've noticed some uh, inconsistencies in your coverage reports. Are you having trouble with the new template? Yeah, I'm having a, a bit of trouble. I don't know what it means to be alive. Every day, I push numbers around on a spreadsheet for eight hours. Then I take an underground metal tube to a home that isn't mine in a city that wants me to leave. My ancestors had to hunt and kill their food. They knew what it meant to live and they knew what it meant to die. Yeah, I don't get the new template at all. I wish we switched back. Uh, I'm getting a little fatigued. Thank you very much. I'm uh, getting a little fatigued being called a snowflake all the time. I get it. Us youngins, us millennials, we are fragile people. I will grant you that. Um, but like maybe come up with one or two extra insults because it's snowflake all the time. Maybe throw in cream puff. That would be fun. Uh, I just, I think like uh, you're the ones that raised us, right? So that's like putting a chicken in the oven, taking it out and being, this fucking snowflake chicken still raw. Well, you, I don't know, leave it in the oven uh, a, little, a little bit longer. And like what's worse, us talking shit on Twitter or like, starting a bunch of wars and melting the planet. So like, maybe let's not keep score. Anyway, thank you very much. First I drift and I shift cause my movements are swift. The harder they come, they fall just like Jimmy Cliff. DJs are falling. Dude, that was legit. Good stuff, I like that. I think the act out's good work. And yet another guy to make me be, everyone, I don't know what the theme is. Today's like, happy birthday, the world's ending. <laughs> Got a lot, you hear, and many more. Everyone's like, no fucking more. I think we all secretly hope the world ends so we don't have to pay back our student loans. I know for a fuck that's me. <laughs> and I don't think I'm alone. It's like, I didn't get anything out of it anyway, you know? Say so work, the, the, what's the rule? You know, if do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Cause they're not fucking hiring. They're not, can't do what you love. Sucks. You could do it, but it's not free. You're going to have to earn it. That's what this is all about, folks. Mutiny fucking radio. You guys ready to keep rolling? All right. Our next comic, a guy also never met. Can't wait to have him make me laugh because it is my fucking birthday. Tommy Feldman. James, the herbal lessons got me counting my blessings. Pulling a twist is just another Mac team blunt session. Coming with a pound, hooking up the town. Serving out for low ride late. I give it up for Pam and Mutiny Radio. I, I personally, very glad that you exist. I just put my five bucks in there. So thank you, Pam. I appreciate it. Uh, so came, came here straight from work, you guys. Uh, had a meeting up in um, Marin County today uh, in um, Novato. You guys ever been to Novato? You hear about Novato? Yeah? Mostly white people up there. Not too many Latinos kind of surprised me, it surprised me, but then I remembered, my friend Jose did tell me one time, he said, dude, that's why we call it Novato. All the way over here, I was listening to the radio, uh, they were saying that Kim Jong-un is building rockets again. 
what a flip-flopper this guy is. I mean, first he's threatening us with missiles. Then he wants to be besties, right? And then he's building rockets again. Very indecisive. I think Donald Trump is going to give him a new nickname. Kim Jong-un. I think Donald Trump is going to get a new nickname too, you guys. It's going to be the first Jewish president. It's not, it's not because of Jared and Ivanka and uh, his friendship with uh, Netanyahu. It's because he's increasingly sounding like a New York Jew. And I know this because I am one, and I know what we sound like. All right, did you hear the recent uh, press conference about this uh, wall funding? He's like, all right guys, we need to have, we're gonna have a national emergency and then we're gonna get sued, and then we're gonna get sued in the Ninth Circuit, and then, you know, it probably shouldn't be there, and then we'll possibly get a bad ruling, and then we'll get another bad ruling, and then we'll wind up in the Supreme Court, and yada, 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 you shouldn't worry, we'll get this wall funded. I feel like he's this close to saying oy vey on national television, you guys, waiting for that moment. Uh, let's see, smartphones. You guys all have smartphones? You guys like your smartphones? You enjoy having I, I like my smartphone. I'll tell you what I love about smartphones, though, is that they make all of us realize that we're all human beings and we all pray to God, even atheists. I mean, just watch an atheist when he drops his phone face down. It's like... Doo -doo 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 -doo. Don't, please don't be cracked. Please, 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 please. Oh, here it goes. Whew, thank God. My son has a smartphone now. He uses it mostly to listen to music. And when he does, he has these, he's these giant headphones he wears. They're so thick, he can't hear what I have to say. So uh, I've had to invent my own sign language to be able to c communicate with him. So here's an example of some sign language I do. Which, which means you did a number two and you forgot to flush. <laughs> Another thing I'll have to say to him is, uh, and that means you stink and you need to take a shower and put on some deodorant. His response to me usually is, kiss my ass. When he says that to me, I say, okay, Ethel. Because when he listens to music, he sings. And he is so out of tune, tone deaf really, he sounds like Ethel Merman. Do you, you guys remember Ethel Merman? There's no business like show business like no business I know. Like that, but with more modern songs. Just in time for my Sesame Street joke. I was heard in the news on the radio recently, uh, they were saying about Sesame Street, one of the writers on the show was interviewed, and he said that, you know, when they came out with Burton and Ernie, those guys were not just roommates, they were actually a gay couple. Yeah, this is, this is true. Uh, now, after that revelation, other staff writers started to come out about other characters on the show. Like um, Elmo, you guys know Elmo? Uh, now, I know this is gonna be hard to believe, that dude is a redneck. Oscar, you know the guy that lives in the trash can? That's no ordinary trash can. He's green waste. <laughs> and uh, Kermit the Frog is a Jew, just like me. Yeah, he was actually even kosher. Well, our other Jew left, but he was kosher up until he met Miss Piggy, but she made him quit being kosher, you guys, because she wanted to make sure he could handle pork. That's my time. I'm Tommy Feldman. Thank you, guys. Don't say Thank you, Mutiny. Thank you, Pam. You know what really pisses me off, Battles? How many names people used to say, Mario?
Nice. Good stuff. Tommy Feldman, everybody. Woo! How long have you been in the Bay? Uh, in the Bay Area, 20 years. Nice. I still, hear, I still hear the New York a little bit. Just a little bit. Once you pointed it out, I was like, that's what's up. That's what's up. It's not a speech impediment. I understand. Uh, I am from Colorado, and we don't have an accent at all. And that is always kind of weird. And then when I move here, and then I show my girlfriend videos and stuff when I was like back home, she's like, oh, you lost your accent. I'm like, what do you mean? I never had one. I feel fucking awkward about that. I can't wait to be the guy with an accent. But I still am not. Uh, I did grow up in Colorado. Colorado's weird growing up there. Like, between fucking Amber Alerts, Jean Benet Ramsey, and Columbine, it's a miracle I grew up at all. But uh, here I am. I made it this far in life. Just as far as all of you, literally. We're all in the same place. Yeah, we're here tonight to enjoy some good comedy. And this next guy's he's going to give it to you like DMX. Please welcome Mark Neuer. Muni Radio, oh my God. How are we doing? Oh my, the dog, the dog. I thought she was like, pay, pay, pay. I thought that's what she was screaming. I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. I got my wallet right here. Pam, hold on. Jesus, don't fucking shoot. Man down. Hands up, don't shoot, or whatever they say. I don't know. Those people, am I right? <laughs> oh shit, my wallet's empty. Hold on, wait a minute. No, I fucking took her to 6th Street and let some heroin addict look at her a few times, look her over, give her the old one-two, and hold on, Pam, I know I got three bucks in my fucking pocket. No, it's not okay. I, I, I have to set a standard for all the comics in the room, because everyone looks up to me, apparently. <laughs> I'm, just telling, I'm just repeating what I saw on Facebook. I don't know. It's on the internet. It must be true, right? So I thought of something the other day. I was like, there's a lot of people in my life that I would die for, right? Like, a lot of people. There's not as many people I would go to jail for, though. It was, like, drastically different. And I realized that when I, that dog, wherever it's at, came into my life, I was like, I would die for this dog, and I would kill someone for this dog, like, without, without question. Okay, cool. We'll move on. I don't know where the funny is in that, but I feel like it's an interesting idea. It's a concept. Um, I saw an ad the other day, and it was uh, for Coors Banquet, and it, it, it's, it said... Uh, for us, it's Rocky Mountain water or nothing. I was like, are you going to just die of dehydration? Is that, I think there was a SpongeBob like documentary episode on this. Like when you don't drink water, you, you ultimately need water regardless. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't, you need water. You know, you've seen it. No, a lot of, a lot of old fucks here. Okay. I'm ageist. I've realized that's a real thing that I am. It's just because I think I, I think I'm like angry because I just know we're both gonna die probably the same year. Okay. Um, what else? I have I have a bunch of new stuff I'm trying to work, and um, that's what we're doing today. So I'm a terrible employee. Cool. <laughs> Good. You should. Don't do not hire me, please. Um, my ex, my girlfriend for two years left me, um, for a, for a chick. So she left, she left one bitch for another. Um, cool. Uh, she, now she's just eating a bunch of muff. I want to eat a bunch of muff. You know what I mean? I just want, I just want to, every time I say that, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why. And I realize that when I listen back on these recordings on mutiny, like you guys really pick up the deep. 
I can't breathe and I'm like huffing and I'm puffing and I'm hyperventilating over eating muff every time I say it. Muff, muff is a straight puss, you know what I mean? She's knee deep in puss right now. I'm trying to be on her level. She left me for a chick named Mar, which is M-A-R. And I don't know if you know my first name, it's Mark. It's like add a K and suck my dick already, you know what I mean? Like what the fuck? the fuck mar are you kidding me mar that's fucked up that's i should have fucked her best friend i guess you know what i mean it should have been the last thing on my list uh, my my new girlfriend she likes my haircut she says it makes me look like a dad and i was like that's crazy if you think if you like how i look with this haircut you'd imagine what i look like if you stop killing all the kids i put inside of you it'd be a whole parent at that point i'd be a whole baby daddy that's not a new joke. Uh, how many straight men are in the audience? At least one. I, at least one. <laughs> Luke Newman is so fucking closeted, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> I just have a question for all the straight men in the audience. How often should I be thinking about sucking dick? Like, how before? How many dicks can I think about sucking before I'm gay? Like, I just, is it like one? I just, two dicks, two dicks. Two minutes or two dicks? Maximum two dicks a day. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, because I watch porn twice a day. So, like, you know what I mean? It comes up a lot. I'm looking at a lot of dick. They pop up a lot. Dick is notorious for popping up. It's, it's everywhere like air. You know what I mean? It's, it's all over the place like space. It's, it's, dick is everywhere. And I just, like, how many times can I think about ingesting it down my throat before I'm a homosexual? I just need to know, like, for my own security and my sexuality, I guess. I don't know. You look like you read pamphlets. I, I haven't re read the fucking straight man pamphlet. So I just figured you might have the information that I've missed. You can honk me, it's fine. There it is. I'm not gonna take a fucking punchline honk, okay? I'm gonna fucking take a honk when I want the honk. You know, I'm gonna demand the honk. I'm gonna command the honk. That's a funky word, honk. What the fuck is a honky tonky? The fuck is a honky tonky? What is a tonky and what the fuck is a honky? <laughs> I'm so fucking ignorant. I can't even. I can't even see the own racism towards my own race. It's like I just that ignorant. Wow. I don't know. I've been the male Dre Myers. You guys have a great night. Mark Neuer, everybody. You know, you, you said something in the beginning of your set, and I don't remember what it was, but it reminded me of this time that I, uh, I, was, I was in college, and I was, like, hanging out with my friend Alex, and she was, she's cute, but, like, it was never, it was always a platonic thing. But every time I'd hang out with her, her other guy friends would get super jealous or mad or whatever. And at one point, there was this guy named Seamus, or maybe he should remain nameless. It doesn't really matter. Um, I had to do the rhyme thing, too. Rhyme scheme thing, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm hip. Uh, this guy, uh, at some point, we ended up drinking together, and he's like this tiny white dude with really long dreadlocks, and he has a cane because like some accident or whatever when he was a kid. I don't care. He was just always a dick, and then one day he was trying to be nice, and I, I guess he was trying to like bridge, bridge a gap or something, and he was all drunk, and he's like, dude, I would do crime with you, man. I just need you to know that like I would do crime with you. I'm like, he doesn't fucking know me at all. Because I, I don't do crime, but I would sure as fuck do crime with that guy. Because I know I can beat him in a foot race. He's the one taking the fall for that. That's true. That's true. Our next comic 
is the captain of this ship. She should have known she would have had to fight off a mutiny the moment she named this place. But here she is. Here she is, the woman of the hour herself, Pam Benjamin, everybody. Even I donate to myself, which doesn't make sense. I realized today, actually, that I'm an adult. I'm 44 years old, and I've never seen myself as an adult. But now I know I am. Because I was walking down Geary, and I saw a tiny bag of white powder, and I didn't pick it up. (laughs) I walked right by that bag of maybe crystal, maybe coke, maybe crack. Could be fentanyl. Who the fuck knows? I'm too old to check. I... Walked right on by. And I was like, congratulations. I like broke my arm, patting myself on the back. Ooh, look at you. You're an adult. You didn't pick up the random drugs on the street and take them. Ten years ago, I'd find a random pill in here and be like, oh, I wonder what that is. <laughs> could be aspirin. Could be ecstasy. Who knows? Fun, fun game I used to play with myself. Actually, here was a moment where Blackout Pam did a nice thing for Pam. So sometimes Blackout Pam helps Pam out because Pam doesn't remember what Blackout Pam is doing. So sometimes Pam gets home and wakes up in her bed and she's like, oh, Blackout Pam, you're so sweet. You made me a sandwich. Like I go in the refrigerator and there's half a sandwich and like Blackout Pam was nice enough to wrap it up and stick it in there for the morning. Oh, Blackout Pam, thanks so much. And uh, so one time Blackout Pam was here drinking when we used to be able to do that and I guess Zach Wiseman had some acid and he's like, Blackout Pam, but he didn't know I was blacked out. He said, do you want some acid? And Blackout Pam goes, fuck yeah, I want some acid. I absolutely want some, I would love some acid. And he says, well, I think you might be too drunk. And Blackout Pam says, and he says, oh, take two hits, take two hits. And Blackout Pam says, oh no, no, that's crazy. What do you think, you think I'm nuts? Just one hit, just one hit, please. So Blackout Pam gives Pam acid. So I wake up here in the morning at three in the morning and the lights are, other things are crazy. We used to have Christmas lights around here and the Christmas lights are spinning. And I like, I'm like, what's going on? It's three in the morning, I'm looking at my phone. It doesn't make sense. It's like, I'm like, "Ah, what's happening? Because I've woken up from my blackout and now I'm on acid. You can see where this would be a problem. My crotch is wet. I have no idea what happened. It's not pee, because I'm smelling it and smelling it. I'm like, it smells like vomit. So I guess I vomited on myself, but Clay Newman didn't want to touch my girly parts, so he just sort of threw some napkins at my crotch and was like, here, here, good luck. It was Blackout Pam does shitty things. One nice thing Blackout Pam sometimes does is she doesn't let herself get to bed, and she passes out on the floor with her jeans on because they act like a sponge. (laughs) Does that make sense? Any other alcoholics in the house? Woo! Blackout Pam is like, you are not allowed to pee in the bed anymore. You're in a committed relationship and he won't clean the sheets anymore. I'm gonna make fun of you and make you wear a diaper. I actually have some defense diapers for if Blackout Pam can remember where they are. Ah! I'm an adult! I'm an adult, I swear. That's what I started this set with. I didn't mean to go off the rails and tell that story. I wanted to talk about the child I saw today. Did you know we're raising tiny little cunts? I was nannying, I was, I was, I was nannying a child, and I'm out, I'm at the, I'm at the playground with a child, and we are getting on the swings together. He's a nice uh, young little um, boy, white boy, and uh, we get on the swing, and there's a girl sort of playing in the sand by the swing, and he looks at her and he says, "Could you move?" 
And I said, please is always nice. And then she looks at him and goes, no. You six-year-old little entitled cunt bitch. We are in Bernal Heights, and I see the problem. I see the problem. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have talked to that girl's nanny. You know what I mean? Like, really straightened her out. I'm the only one that doesn't speak Spanish on the playground. It's, it sucks. I should learn that. Anyways, kids, these little kids are little bitches. That was the other thing. This, was, this is a real story, and I don't know how to make it funny yet, but I'll just say it out loud. The nice little white boy on the bus, a black girl gets on the bus, and there's a mom with a son, and they're both black, and she goes, I bet, or he said, I bet that she's the mom, and she's the sister, and he's the brother. And I'm like, not all black people are related. <laughs> he did it. It's, it's, this is real. This really happened. I was going to say his name because it's funnier because it's one of those shitty Bernal Heights names. <laughs> Okay, anyways. I'm so glad, though. I'm not going to say his name because I actually actually like his family. Not that they listen to Mutiny Radio, but I don't want to lose this job by being like, oh, I called your son a cunt on the radio. (laughs) I'm an adult. Okay, thank you, guys. Bye. I'll be somewhere in Frisco doing the shizzle. I'm in free at the venue whenever. Pam Benjamin running the show, running the boards, running the airwaves, running the fucking place. That's awesome. All right, guys. Um, yeah, I just realized before, real quick, I realized about what you were talking about. The kids are little shits. They're raising themselves now. And I learned where. Uh, I was at a beer garden in Berkeley a while back and there was a playground with kids and I don't know where the fuck their parents were because for 45 minutes these kids fought each other in the in the pit the gravel pit and they're like whitewashing each other but there's no snow so they're just like rubbing each other's faces in concrete like you learn who you are on that playground there wasn't a parent in sight and what am I going to do stop them? Fuck no, it was super entertaining, and it was free. I'm telling you, put a fucking playground with some gravel in every single beer garden. Beer gardens are going to get a lot more popular with the parents. Shit was great. All right, guys, uh, we're going to keep the show going. Evan Montelongo. Like the golden dragon in Chinatown. So if they give me, they ain't going to play with me. Thanks, birthday boy. Oh, man, I'm an uncle now. My brother had a baby. He had a little baby boy. Um, I went back for the, uh, for the birth, which was really cool. I was fortunate to go back. And they named him Axel River. <laughs> His name is Axel River Montelongo. And they were like, my brother was like, do you think people are going to make fun of him, like, for his name? And I was like, no, I think people are going to try to buy drugs from him. Like... <laughs> With a fucking name like that? I was going to start a college fund, but now I'll just start a rehab fund for this little kid. Seriously, he came out wearing leather pants. I'm not even joking. There was no placenta. There was just an ashtray and some nudie mags. Like, that's all that came out. Um, uh, I don't think kids would make fun of his name just out of fear of getting run over by his motorcycle. Like, <laughs> seriously. He was playing Welcome to the Jungle on the umbilical cord. And it was like, slash it. I'm just going to keep working out this, like, he's like, you think people are going to make fun of my, uh, uh, make, make, make fun of his name? I'm like, no, uh, his, his uncle will. That's for sure. I'm going to make fun of his name. Please keep naming your kids more and more ridiculous things. Um, I feel like I'm missing parts. Of, oh, yeah. He was a healthy baby boy. Uh, he was uh, eight pounds, one ounce. Well, eight even pounds if you uh, don't count the OG Kush. 
that he came out with, you know, obviously. It was a whole zone he was born with. They say that, right? That's slang for an ounce, zone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now I know who smokes weed. I'm just trying to figure out who smokes weed up here. Um, uh, yeah, I like that. I like that joke. That one's, a, that one's a new one. I just want to make fun of my little... And it's like, I am not the baby of the family anymore. And when he was born, my first thought was what do you think you're cooler than me? Like, what do you think you're cooler than me? I was looking at this little baby, like it's over for me now. This little thing is just making me insecure. Um, I'm newly single and I gotta be honest. I really think it's going to work out this time. I'm really excited about it. I am. I think it's good. It's not like I have a problem with relationships. I like relationships. It's just monogamy that I don't like. Um, so I think I'm going to do it a little differently this time. And I don't really have a type. Uh, I know I don't like, sleeping with people that have movie posters on their wall because I don't need to look up and see a sign that says coming soon. It's like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm looking up. I'm trying to distract myself right now. Um, my friends took me to a dab bar the other day and I'm a really shitty, I'm a really shitty pothead. When they took me to a dab bar, I thought they were taking me to a dance club. I'll be honest. I thought it was something completely different, which let's get it straight. If you're dabbing, you look like a Nazi that sneezed mid-heil. Like, that is not a good look for you. <laughs> True, right? You do. You look like... Like, how would I even work for a Nazi? Probably not well. They'd be like, oh my God, Hitler is coming this way, but I have these sniffles. What do I do? So I don't really have a choice because this is Nazi Germany. So I guess I'll just... Hi, 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 Did he say Heil a Jew? Kill him. Fucking dead. Could have killed a lot of Nazis with some loose cat hair and black pepper. Um... That's always fun. Yeah, but I smoked this thing called, uh, I was at the dab bar, which is just another way of saying I slept for 17 hours. And um, I smoked this thing called Shatter. Do you know what Shatter is? Pam's loving this right now. <laughs> She's like, you're speaking my language. They call it Shatter because that's what it does to your plans for the day. <laughs> There's nothing else left to do. Seriously, I usually pass out from weed, but that shit made me black out. I woke up with my hand in a bag of Cheetos and the other hand on an Xbox controller. And I don't own an Xbox. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> um, yeah, this is fun, right? We're all having a good time. How you feeling, Cole? Yeah, you got anything else going on tonight? No? <laughs> no, no, no. This is it. You're here. Yeah, fun. Great. Yeah, get out of here. Um, yeah. I like weed. You ever get so high you stare at a, a, a poster of Bob Marley for like 30 minutes before you realize it's not Predator. It was the dreadlocks that threw me off. I was like, what's going on here? Why is he playing a guitar? I mean, I know Predator shreds, but that's a little on the nose. It's a little on the nose. Um, yeah, I feel like I've told that joke before and uh, it doesn't get received well, uh, probably because it's not funny, but also I don't know if there's an element of race with that. If somebody's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not okay with you calling Bob Marley Predator. <laughs> it's like, no, it's just about the dreadlocks. That's all it is. It's the only thing. Um, I'll tell you this. I'll leave you with this one. San Francisco tries a little too hard, I think, to be cool. I was at this, um, I was at this uh, brunch pop-up. I feel like every restaurant now is just a pop-up. And it was inside a speakeasy. And I ordered the off-menu pancakes. I know, right? They were good, but I, I found them a little surreptitious. Oh, syrup, pancakes. All right, keep it going for old, what's your, Bobby? Zimmerman? Keep it up for your birthday, boy. <laughs> my house, then I 
Hey, my name's Evan. What's up? So I went back in, cracked the beer and nice to meet you, Evan. I'm Zach. Oh, shit. Hold on. Actually, I'm going to need you to bring me that list real quick. I forgot who's up next. Uh, I forgot because I, too, am pretty stoned. And I realized that, like, dabs are, like, for people that, like, if you like the high of pot but the ritual of crack. Thank you very much. It's like, yeah, I'm going to try dabs. You know, that's the middle ground, the happy middle ground. I can't do that shit anymore. It's, it's weird. And then I realized that, like, yeah, edibles are the cocaine of food because they just make you want more food. Like, all you do is want more. It's fucked up. It's scary. They're making weed a drug again. They're like, we'll legalize it, but you got to admit it's a drug. Ah, oh, you got us. <laughs> Fuck. All right, fine. That's, if that's the middle ground, if that's all they wanted, we'll give it to them. They just got to let us fucking have it. Now, give it to me now. Uh, don't worry, guys. The prices will drop. I promise. This is the second state I've helped legalize. And trust me, cheap weed prices are coming. Just hang in there. I promise. Uh, this next guy, I don't want to step on any material, but he's got a fucking great name. Uh, Fiat Chase. Thank you and happy birthday. Pam, I totally get you. Like, being stressed about money. Like, I, I will work. I can't. When I have money, I contribute. I can't put anything in tonight. And, like, people know this about me, man. Like, I'm homeless. I'll tip. People don't like it. People are my friends. But if you need me to help clean up or anything, or if you're listening at home and you want a uh, very strong, good-looking, smart person with some interesting references, I think I get it with that guy. I think I, I work for a relative of his. So, yeah, my name is fucking Fiat Chase or whatever the fuck I want it to be. So, you know what? You know what? Um, I always knew... Uh, Aunt Becky was was a little bit dirty. You know what I mean? I, I watched Vanity today. I watched that video. You know what I mean? Like, tonight, living in a fantasy. My own little and I do impressions, you guys. Um, do you guys want to hear John Stamos um, impersonating um, Rebecca Romaine Stamos? Or do you want to hear... Um, no, 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 no. Or do you want to hear... Do you want to hear Bob Saget doing Lori Laughlin? Right? Oh... Get her in. Hey, the kids are in bed. So, about today. Oh, oh, is that a is that a cock ring? Oh, 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 Becky, I see what's going on here. Take it off. So that's my shit for that. So when is elevator? Etiquette gonna catch up with bus etiquette is what I want to know like I was fucking riding the bus today Like is it the windows like you think you can get off like buses have been around longer bus etiquette? Why is there no muni fucking? Uh, something so proper, you know what and and speaking like if you see nanny fights in the app store That's me apparently everything's copyrighted. I've been coming up with some apps So like I'll just be like and I like to fuck with people people know this I was at the big store last night and this guy said something about the NSA and I just turned I'm like you got to fuck with them I'm like fuck up their algorithm. I'm like I'm an artist. I'm crazy. So um, so what I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna just stalk Pam. I'm gonna have the long trench coat and like to see Pam's kid and I'll be like, hey, I'm like, I'll be like, 
you little cunt, you can't handle the monkey bars, and then I'll just start a fight with the other, I'll throw some fucking Doritos, and I'm not trying to get arrested, my dad is a legendary cop, you know what, if that guy's fucking with me, I'm gonna call like Navy Dave, or I used to work, um, my first job in Santa Cruz was uh, for a marine intelligence interrogator, so I'm not to be fucked with, I'm a street fighter, but I'm a badass, and I'm also funny, so I should do some fucking um, stand-up, so talk back, I remember when I first heard that phrase when I was a kid, right, I was like, I'm just like, seriously, first shit into my head, right? was like, talk back. I'm like, you're talking, I'm talking. There's no talk back. Like, you know, and Snowflake, I will say this. Snowflake, you know where that comes from? There was, it's, some of it is legit, just a little bit, because I remember reading about um, somebody complained at a campus that the Vietnamese sandwiches weren't authentic enough. So who do you think that is helping? It's like the Antifa people that want to like set shit on fire. It's like, um, let's just think about this shit. Like, who is that helping? You know what I mean? Um, I like the name Helpy Helperton, the fr- the first time I heard that. So I go around, I try to be of service, and I'll try to bring this full circle. Um like what Pam said one time, like I'm sober, right? So like I'm on the 22 and this is, it was been, it's been a hard road to get sober. And I was on the fucking 22, literally getting off uh, at Fillmore where it like ends. And I'm like getting off and I see literally like a half gram of fucking powder on the shit. Right. And right, right. As I'm getting off the bus and I was like, it's going to go to waste. (laughs) I fucking pick it up. Right. And then I'm like, what do I do? I'm like, I could do, I'm like, do I do like 60 days sober? Right. I'm like, do I do the Miami Vice thing where I like dip like my lick my finger and put it like I had no idea what to do. So I put it in my pocket. I went to Starbucks and I know how to cook crack right in a spoon. So I'm like, do I cook crack and go to the porn theater? I'm like, no, I'm like, you know what? I will give. I know my friend does cocaine. So I called. It was like this whole thing. I was of service. It was great. Um, fuck. This isn't that funny. You know what? I am funny too normally, but I'm a little bit riled up. I have like a lot of conflicting emotions. I worked hard all day. Like I said, I'm willing to work. I'm a sexy guy. I'm a writer. I'm an art director. Um, I will... Fuck. I've sold my ass. I will fuck. You know what I mean? If you want to put me in a porn, like, I'll fuck. But like... <sighs> so switch topics. One minute left. All right. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to look on here... Uh, this is a social political statement here. So, oh yeah, alien, like we're all the same, right? I, even though I've been thinking about this, not really true because we all are born in different circumstances. I've been thinking a lot, but like, so let's just say, like, all the aliens, everybody, boom, you're dead, right? And then you gotta have people want to know about the other shit. Like, we don't know much about aliens, right? And they're all like, they're like, who is Kato Kalen? Fuck my God, right? And you're like. What's with the croc circles? They were fucking with you, right? But the other one, the real one we have no answer to. Pet rocks. That's it. Thanks. My L's, everything I'm off is wholesale for real. Got them mamas, got them clones. Everything grown at home is not. Fiat Chase. That was a lot of fun. Not going to lie. Took us on a journey. You know this dude's a legit comic because all of his fucking notes are written on a fucking ramen wrapper. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, but then I realized, I don't know, because Fiat Chase sounds like the new character in fucking Fast and the Furious. Like, that's a name that you'd give to the cops. And they're like, all right, I've seen the Italian job. We're in. 
I don't know. That's that's what I'm feeling. I'm thinking art direct that movie. Maybe they'll get you in. They'll at least write a character for you because you are quite the character, my friend. <laughs> Any job at all. Pick a job. He'll do the job. We just met. Hi. Hi. I'm Zach. Suzanne? Suzanne's up next. Suzanne Pauline, everybody. Home of the purple land of the grace. This is how the players hustle in the golden gates. We don't grind on the block. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, everyone. Everyone. Because it comes every year, right? Yeah. So if I don't see you on your birthday, happy birthday. <laughs> uh, I saw a sign today that said, hey, man. So I was like, hey. It said, hey, man, street. Um, my, uh, I go by the name Suzanne Pauline for comedy. Uh, it's just my first and middle name. But when I tell people my last name is Kristopovich, they're like, oh, is it Russian? I'm like, no, it's Kristopovich. <laughs> and then they're like, no, are you Russian? And I'm like, yeah, I have to be somewhere in an hour. Um, but I'm not originally from the Bay Area. I'm from Russia. Not really, actually. <laughs> just my ancestry. Um, I don't know any Russian. I'm just a quarter Russian. Um, but uh, I like San Francisco. Uh, I think it's very wonderful. Everywhere you go, you have something to wonder about. Uh, like, I thought only dogs in LA did yoga until I was on, in Lower Hate and I saw a little chihuahua pop into a crow pose to take a sidewalk shit. So it was just like, the only thing on the ground was its two front paws, and then everything was up off the ground, and it was like a one-two step, and then it kept going. It was so graceful. Um, I went into McDonald's the other day for some cheap coffee, and as I was about to go to, up to the doors, there was a guy in front of me holding uh, his own little dog, and he goes up to the door, he, reach, he reads the sign that says, no pets, no animals, he turns around, sees me go in, and then he decides it's okay to go in after all. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. He just saw me and was like, I guess I'll bring the dog in. You know, if she's going in, I'll go in. Um, but I've noticed that brunch has taken over society. I saw an ad that said, uh, Sunday brunch collection by Yankee Candle. So now you can BYOC to brunch. Bring your own candle. Uh, and they won't say no outside candles, you know, like the, the general rule, because it's designer, you know, Yankee Candle. It's a great collection. At, at what, why Sunday brunch? That is so limiting. Why can't, like, what about weekend brunch? How's your Saturday, you know? Is your Saturday open? It doesn't have to be Sunday, right? Um, I was born around one in the afternoon today. No, <laughs> not today. It's not my birthday. It's not my birthday. Uh, and I, I wasn't born yesterday either. But um, uh, I was born in w at one in the afternoon on Good Friday in that the year I was born. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess that's why I feel born again after lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just trying that one out. But... Um, I've eaten frozen yogurt like three times this week. Yeah, frozen yogurt, it's really good. I think my fridge is too cold. 
I took swimming lessons growing up, like just all as, like through my childhood up until the summer before eighth grade. Uh, so if you try drowning me in affection, I'll just butterfly away. Um, I, I feel like being in a conversation with someone proves to be a way of holding someone captive when one of them tells the other at the end, uh, I'll let you go. You know, it's like, I'll let you go. What if you didn't say that? Like, would I have to stay here with you after the conversation? I missed a bus uh, yesterday, and then I waited like an hour for it to come back again. It was one of the Metro ones, so I just gave up. But I, I almost got on. I almost made it, but I was going up to it, and the doors were closing, and then it starts rolling away. And as it's rolling away, I like make eye contact with someone who got in, and I'm just like, I just shake my head. I'm like smiling, shaking my head. We lock eyes as it's just rolling away. Like that could have been me. I could have been sitting by that guy. I would have preferred that. <laughs> um, I haven't heard the horn, but I'll keep talking. There it is. See, you talk about something and it happens. I swear. <laughs> no, I feel like that's like the opposite of anxiety. Because like you talk about something and it happens, but really when you are super worried about something, it probably won't happen um, yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's it. That, that's almost my time, but I'm going to call it quits right there. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, uh, Zach Zimmerman. Put a dollar in the box, the jar. Sorry. Good work. Good work. Uh, you know, I'm gonna be honest. You're pretty fucking clever. Yeah, keep at it. That was pretty fun. That's good stuff. I like your stuff for real. I'm not just patronizing you. I really did enjoy that. Uh, Miles St. Michaels. <laughs> Oh, uh, thanks. I came prepared to have the money. I liked your stuff. You're you're adorable and super clever. I mean, it looks super. You're so nice too. And you're like, it's good. It's sneaky and smart. I like it. Very good. Um, well, you heard right. I was going to say you heard right, ladies. But there's only two ladies. You're right, everyone. Well, all inclusive. Uh, my name is Miles Saint Michaels, and I know what you're thinking. How dare you? How dare you think I made up that name? How dare you? Yeah, I, I did. Okay, that was a made-up name. But for show business, some of us have to make up names for show business, right? Because some of us have names that are simply not pretentious enough for show business, right? So you have to do it. Yeah, exactly. So Miles St. Michaels it is. I'm kind of trying that one out. It's a new one. Uh, anyway, um, so I'm driving the... Uh, oh, I have to get rid of a car. I have to get rid of the Mitsubishi Eclipse a 96. A classic. Trunk fills with water every time it rains. Uh, racing suspension means every speed bump contracts my spine. I think I'm now three inches shorter, so that's all thanks to the Eclipse. But uh, yeah, I have to I have to get rid of it. Um, and, uh, and that's the end of that one. I can't remember where that one goes. Okay, all right, new stuff, sorry. Uh, so anyway, you millennials, you millennials with your museums. You know, I remember we used to have real museums. Nothing's worse than bagging on millennials for museums. But, you know, real, I mean, now we have like the Museum 
of ice cream, right? I mean, I remember when they were real museums. Now we have the Museum of Ice Cream. Have you been? Have you been? No? No one? No one's been. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you can learn so much there. It's so educational at the Museum of Ice Cream. You can learn uh, the person who, you know, uh, who invented ice cream. I mean, I'm sure it was someone. I don't know when it happened, you know, but sometime a long time ago. You probably learn all that at the Museum of Ice Cream. And plus, free ice cream. I mean, the entrance fee is $40, but still, free ice cream. So worth it. Got to go. I got to check the one out. Um, I think I'm getting a little older. I've gotten old enough where I'm actually using a handkerchief sometimes. I don't know if that's a super classy move or if that's just gross. I can't really decide. I don't know. I'm, I'm always intrigued. Have you ever seen someone when they actually sneeze into the handkerchief and then inspect the contents afterwards? That's, that's interesting. That's kind of cringeworthy. It's kind of like, it's like watching a gypsy read the tea leaves, you know, it's like, achoo, hmm, ah, yes, hmm, ah, yes, let's see what the bogas tell us. Young lady, you will marry Diego, because the bogas never lie. You know, got to clear out those boogers. Uh, so one more, okay, it's going faster, and good night, like your set. <laughs> um, yeah, you're welcome. I don't know if you saw in the news, there was uh, this lady that uh, leaned over the barrier a little bit too much at the zoo and got a little scratched by the jaguar. It's kind of kind of nice. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because, you know, uh, selfies do trump safety. You know, it's more important to get that, that cool shot. Uh, there was no child safety when I was a child. One guy brought a blind tiger to our elementary school. True story. And immediately went under a wooden table and started scratching it like a scratching post. I mean, how could this possibly go wrong, you know? I mean, just imagine one of the, the children would try to run up to, cat, to pet the giant kitty cat, you know? Be like, no, no, Randall. No, no, don't pet the kitty. No, no, no. Oh, my God, what's happening? Where's Randall's head? Why is there a giant red fountain where Randall's head used to be? Oh, God, children, no, don't, don't help Randall. You know, sometime later, everyone's mauled to death, except for the lone survivor, the, the trainer, you know. I don't, I don't know why this happened. I don't know why children would want to pet a giant cat or why a blind tar, uh, tiger would be startled by children they didn't know. Maybe next time we'll bring the cheetah. And that's it for me. That's my time. Start a little early. No Ready for that shit that I'll be bringing. Thank you, Zach. Thank you. That's fun. Uh, ice Cream Museum sounds dope. I'm not gonna lie. It sounds like I, I, I like to imagine it. I've never been, so I like to imagine it like if Willy Wonka was from Canada. That'd be so dope. Like that's really what it is. It's like the fucking chocolate factory. A bunch of Eskimos running around making all the shit. I know, right? You picture the songs. Come with me and you'll be in a state of lactose constipation. I would love that. That's what I'd pay for. Anything to get Gene Wilder back from the dead. I think that's really all we want. Yeah. Um, I can't read your last name, bro, but I know who you are. And the main reason I say that, like, I, I don't know, I feel like we're friends anyway. I just want to know you by first name. Maybe that's because I've watched so much The Office. Oh, yeah. That's probably why. I feel like we're on a first name basis already. Yeah. If I call you Jim, I'm sorry. Just fucking live up to it. That's all I ask. Uh, yeah, Cole, get on, get on up here, bud. You don't want my last bitch, I'm mashing straight up to the Zach, everybody, holding it down. You know what is hilarious? Uh, as you said, I look like Jim. Everyone says I look like Ryan. Really? Yeah, BJ Novak. I guess it's 
over John Krasinski. But here's the thing. Someone said I'm the gym of my office. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, I, I fucking miscast every which way. It's really unfortunate. Anyways, no, it's not. It's just, hey, you're handsome. Thanks, guys. Oh, my God. It's very nice. I actually prefer it. Please tell me that every time you see me. Uh, or else. Okay. Um, Tommy, how you doing? You guys still hanging in there? Very nice. Good. Uh, what do I want to talk about? Ooh, let's start with acid. Acid trips. You guys do acid? Zach, you do acid, sure. You have, yeah? Once? Twice? Couple times? Good time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, did acid uh, for the first time recently, um, and uh, it would have been cooler had I not done it with like some old school acid. Like, not old school, not like Grateful Dead shit, but like kids who I've known since high school who have done acid 457 times. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do acid for the first time with that kind of person, right? Because that's like getting drunk with an alcoholic, right? You're going to end up being that dude where you're like, I love you guys! Woo! And they're going to look at you just like, this fucking pussy. <laughs> like, fuck this dude, man. He's the worst. Can't hang? This guy sucks. So anyways, I'm hanging out with these guys, right? I'm trying to blow their minds with all the epiphanies that are coming into my head as I'm traveling. And there's no way to blow someone's mind who's already traveled through every dimensional door possible. You know what I mean? So I'm sitting here with this Bush League shit. I'm like, hey guys, did you realize that all of humanity is just a frequency? And, that, and they're like, yeah, and that frequency is called love. Yeah, we've done acid, idiot. What do you think this is? What do you... We've done it 457 times. You don't think we've come upon this truth one of those times? What do you, what do you, that's like step one of acid. <laughs> how dare you? And I was just like, okay, well, how about this? Do you realize that time is just multiple waves of reality folding in on themselves forever? Yeah, we've done this, dude. We, we, we know. So, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, like one of my friends came over to me. He was like, hey, man, I don't want to be an asshole because his face is currently melting off, but I'm, I'm going to tell you, we've all heard this shit before, so you better like... You, you got to come with something hard. And I was like, like this asshole, he's a, you know, like a grasshopper with a top hat. Like he's going to talk shit. Like what an asshole. Anyway, so I come up with something interesting. I'm like, guys, did you realize the key to happiness and fulfillment is gainful corporate employment and their heads exploded? <laughs> uh, they're like, what the fuck now? Um, anyways, <laughs> I took a flight recently um, and I'm kind of an awkward person uh, just like on, on flights in general or on flights especially in person in general. Um, it's a detail that doesn't need to exist, but, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I'm on this flight, and a little piece of context for this story. Uh, the night before this flight, I watched the movie John Wick, Chapter One. Anybody familiar with this movie? Great movie, terrific movie. Uh, so anyways, I go, I sit down, guy next to me, he's got an iPad out, guess what he's watching? That's right, John Wick, Chapter Two. What luck! I can't believe I've just happened upon this amazing happenstance on this five-hour flight where I had no entertainment, right? So anyways, I'm watching this, and I'm perfectly content to watch this entire movie without sound, side-eye, straight up. You know what I mean? Like, very covert like that. I'm ready for this situation. My luck improves. He falls asleep. Jackpot. Now I'm sitting here watching this guy's movie full-on. No sound. You don't need sound for a John Wick movie. It's just Keanu Reeves doing somersaults, shooting people in the head. You can kind of figure out the rest. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure oh, there's a dog, whatever. <laughs> like, okay, I get it. I get it. I see what's going on. Um, problem is... Tragedy strikes, 5% battery thing comes on. Oh, fuck, yeah, and it was terrible, but not nearly as bad as when I had to explain why I'm charging his iPad when he woke up. <laughs> that was, a, that was, you got, trying to explain why you're charging somebody else's iPad with their charger is a very weird, <laughs> have you ever done that? They're like, how did you get this? It wasn't even out. 
where did you, it was in, I checked this bag. <laughs> How the fuck did you get my charger? I'm like, don't worry about it, bro. John Wick's playing. He's like, you're right. <laughs> we just watched John Wick. It was great. <laughs> Nothing bonds two strangers more than Keanu Reeves committing mass murder. I will tell you this. <laughs> it's a very, very lovely uh, uh, bonding moment. Um, let's talk more about drugs. Uh, marijuana is something I do pretty regularly. I love it. Uh, I think I got to stop doing it, though. Or, excuse me, that's stupid. That's an old, that's an old line that I still have popping around here. Let me free, rephrase. Um, marijuana, I do it too often alone, uh, so now I'm trying to uh, get my friends to do it, you know, just to, just to make it a little <laughs> better on me, you know? I don't want to be that guy who's always doing it, so I got to get more people involved. Uh, but the problem is, I'm finding, like you were talking about earlier, a lot of the entry-level shit is too crazy, you know? It's too, it's too scary for people who've never done it before, and it's a very intense experience. Uh, like, for instance, I recently smoked one of those pre-roll joints. You ever have one of those? That, like, they say is weed, but it's not weed. It's like, that's like, they put some extra shit in there. It's like Jeff Sessions' version of weed where, like, you smoke it and it ruins your life. You know what I mean? For, like, a temporary... Like, it was so bad, I smoked, I smoked one of these pre-roll joints and I became a stand-up comedian. Do you understand how bad these things are? It's horrific. Uh, anyway, so I smoked one of these with my brother, right? And he had never smoked weed before. And the thing I like about legal marijuana is it gives people the opportunity to experience something new, right? So my brother never smoked weed before. And that was cool for him. And I would never coached my brother out of a panic attack before. And that was very cool for me. You know, he's five years older. I love the movie Freaky Friday. I was like, let's do this premise. I'm down. Let's have fun. Uh, anyways, he, if you ever got too high, uh, if you ever got too potted up, as they say, you know, you have a lot of scary thoughts, right? About your life, where it's going, all this shit. So he's freaking out. And I remember the last time I coached somebody down for being too high, they were 18 years old, right? And that was the easiest speech to give somebody to calm down, right? Because I was just like, hey, listen, Tyler, you're going to have a lot of scary thoughts about your life tonight, okay? But I want to remind you, you're 18 years old, you got your whole life ahead of you. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy Speed Racer, my guy. It's going to be a fun time. Just chill out, you know? Easy, easy speech. Same speech, a little different from my brother. I was like, hey, man. You're going to have a lot of scary thoughts about your life tonight, but I want to remind you, you're 33 and you still live at home. Uh, those thoughts are correct, okay? Uh, <laughs> if you could take this as a learning moment, maybe try and turn things around, that'd be cool. If not, just sit back, relax, and enjoy Speed Racer, my guy. It's going to be a fun movie. All right, <laughs> everybody, please give it up for your host, Zach. Happy Happy birthday. Birthday. Cole, I have so many fucking things to say. Where do we start? Like, we should just hang out, man. Uh, yeah, uh, the last time I did Acid, me and a bunch of my friends watched The Venture Brothers Season 2 all the way through in Snuggies. And that was the best fucking acid trip ever. Anybody who's ever, like, done acid without a Snuggie, you guys have no fucking idea what you're missing. It's the greatest thing ever. You never feel so at home. I'm telling you. Everyone makes fun of those. They'd have no idea. Because anybody who'd buy a Snuggie would never do acid, right? Yeah, we had to fucking correct that, you know? Uh, that's the way to do it. Uh, I remember one time I ended up doing acid with my girlfriend at the time in the back in a tent in my backyard, and we did it, and it was weird as fuck, and I don't recommend it. <laughs> don't do it. That's all I'm saying. That's the PSA for the night, folks. Just saying. Uh, let's see. Luke Newman couldn't be here tonight. Yeah, he had to go take care of his flea problem. Uh, so let's give it up for the guy who's going to close this shit out. Uh, I had this guy at this roast last week. 
It was a lot of fucking fun. I'm not going to roast you because I feel like we've been through too much of that. Kevin Wong, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you guys for sticking around. Miles, Tommy. We got Cole. Thank you, Cole. Young John Kerry. That's what I would say, right? Huh? Do you get that? Okay. Keep it. That's yours. I like this word. So we're down to three. Can we get up for Pam? Pam for just sticking it out. Yeah, I've no like when when I started comedy, Pam had this running, and it's been like what nine years. I don't know how long Pam's been this, but that's she's pretty much. We should just give her a name for for who she is in the Bay Area, right? Like uh, if there's the Godfather. Pam, what would you want to be if we could give you a name? Um, it, people. That I guess I already chose my Pamtastic. No, but like if if there's a Godfather of comedy for the Bay Area, and you're obviously a staple in the Bay Area, can we call you something? Oh. No I, no, I think that people usually just call me like that cunt face loser or oh, something like that. We we'll call you know. something Thank better you. than that. We we'll call you, uh, pretty sure you popped a lot of cherry. We we'll call you the, the cherry popper. Huh? Oh, we could do that. Anybody uh, pay attention to the whole rich kids getting into college thing? Anybody get into that? Do we do we care? Do we? Yes. Why, why do you care? Simple. It was just simple. I, I just opened the floor to something. Okay. So you're, you're still trying to get back into school. Fine. Okay. Got it. Tommy, you? Do you care? Why do you care? You have, oh, that's right. Okay. What about you, Miles? Got kids? Do you care? This is what I was looking at. Like, Felicity Huffman paid 15 grand to get her kid in, right? And the... Uh, Becky, Uncle Jesse's girl, paid half $500,000 to get in, right? Jerry Kushner's dad paid $2.5 million to get his kid into Harvard. So the way I see it, like the dumber the kid is, the more you would have to donate to actually get your kid in, right? Okay. That was a little too much for me. I don't know what's going on. Um, what else is there? I, uh, do we know who Michelle Carter is? No idea. Michelle Carter is the girl that that um, that convinced her suicidal boy, boyfriend to kill himself. Yeah, like she hasn't gone to jail. It's been five years now. She has not gone to jail. Like, what did what do we have to do to convince her just, to just go, just go and do it? It's not like it's gonna be for. No, it's just she's at home. She just doesn't want to go. It's been five years. Just go. It's only fifteen months of your life. It's not. It's not like it's forever. So. <laughs> What else is there? I, I do, I'm getting old. I, I don't know if I want a girlfriend because I don't like that title girlfriend. It's just, it's weird. Like if you're in your forties, it's, it's going to be weird. Like, it, like I'm not ready to commit or I just can't afford it. You know, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's the next step. I can't do it. I feel like I might, if I have a girlfriend, it's, it sounds like I still shop at Abercrombie. That's what it feels like. Not a big deal. I just can't do it. Um, I think that there should be a better name to it. There should be something more like, uh, I don't know, like partner. Partner sounds a little too same sex. I'm not into that. I don't want people to think that. Um, what else is there? I don't I don't know about teammate because we don't even wear the same shirt to Disneyland, so I can't call her that. Boo. Boo would be fun, but then when we fight and we get butt hurt, then we become a boo-boo. I don't know if I like that either. Girlfriend's the only time you can use it is if you're R. Kelly. That's the only time you get to... Anybody see R. Kelly? The surviving R. Kelly? What do you... It's amazing. 
I no idea. I, I guess it's common knowledge that he is not good at reading. He's just not a good reader. Like that's how he got his name. Like he was looking at it and he's like, in the sixth grade, he goes, "What does this say?" And his his classmate goes, "That's your name, Robert. That's what it is." And he's like, "All right, just call me R." That's how he got his name, R. Kelly. <laughs> yep, he's just I don't know. It's just not really. Oh, not the brightest. Yep. Um. What else is going on? Uh, Michael Jackson, and we see Leaving Neverland. That was pretty amazing, too. Yes, what do you think, Tommy? I didn't know all that stuff you did not know all that. Dude, that was common knowledge, too. It was common knowledge. You knew that? Dude, all that stuff that came out, like, I went, I, I knew what's going on. These are the last two. This is how you know. Like, the first kid that came out, this is what happened. The dad actually caught his bed with Michael fully clothed and he's like something's going on like he doesn't understand like having a kid in bed is like half the battle the other half is just going whoop that's all you gotta do right that is all you have to do but so I'm watching it and the thing that amazed me about Neverland is that there was elephants there was elephants there so I started googling like how much would it cost to own an elephant 1.2 million dollars for the lifetime of, of the elephant I'm like that's just a lot of peanuts that is a shitload of peanuts. So I started Googling and it went, all right, well, it's going to cost you this much, but maybe you should look into monkeys. Monkeys will cost you 1500 bucks to four grand. So I was looking at that. Then I was like, wait a moment. I don't want a monkey. I want an elephant. But, you know, so I looked up like, are elephants good pets? Are they good pets? The correct answer? No, they're not pets. You know why? Because they're wild animals. They are not pets. But a baby elephant would cost you $30,000. That's what I found out. <laughs> Thirty grand. And the way I see it is like if one tusk is 1500 it pretty much pays for itself. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> it will pay for itself. But um, what else is going on? Elephant. So I, I did see the Oprah interview afterwards. She interviewed the two kids. And I have to say, I like Oprah a lot more than before. She is a strong black woman. And I have to say, I don't understand why people are naming their kids Jordan over Oprah. Like, we, there's the most selfish basketball player. He's just slightly better than his peers. Oprah is a strong black woman that dominated the airways when there was no black woman in TV. And she's going to get, she's probably going to get sued. So, but anyway, I, I do believe that. I think she's pretty good. Okay. I, um... Uh, my old man learned a text. He learned a text the other day. The last two text messages, it said, Kevin. That's all it said. And uh, I went home for the holidays, and, and he texted me again. He goes, you know, it's good seeing you. Just let you know you should come back home more often. We're retired now, so we're on a fixed income. And if you could, can you pay for our trip to Asia for two weeks? I don't even know why he thinks I'm successful. Like, uh, there's nothing about. I'm doing an open mic on a Friday. I just paid five bucks to do stage time. I don't understand. So, I just text back, "New phone, who this?" <laughs> All right, that's my time. Thank you. In the club, I'm just choosing which dime I should take. Twisting the blend in the Benzo, bending corners. Again, again, I want to talk about your whole fucking set. We don't have time for that. We do. We got time for that. All right, list by list. What did you do? Uh, no, the, I, I remember, no, for, uh, the Michael Jackson thing. Okay, that inspired something a little bit. I've smoked a lot of weed today. It's my birthday. I don't yeah, care. Happy fucking, it's my dad's birthday. Nice, man. Good, good birthday. Do you know who else has a birthday with us? Michael Scott. Learned that today. 
Guy from The Office, yeah. Not even a real celebrity, a fucking made-up celebrity. My favorite fucking one. I'm so glad I share a birthday with him. And also, I learned about a shit ton of a new emojis today. Actually, it's just one. It's just the cake emoji. And I got a shit ton of cake emojis. And that's fucking it. Uh, back to the Michael Jackson thing. I'm sorry, like we were talking. My friend randomly sent me a text the other day, and he's like, did you hear about Michael Jackson? See this Finding Neverland? Yeah, Michael Jackson tried to fuck a kid in the ass. Like, just thought, he thought the phrasing would, like, get to me. I'm like, dude, that's fucking old news. Like, you're mad about that shit now? Like, that happened a long fucking time ago. We all knew that. Like, we had to retire a bunch of jokes. It was a sad day in the comedy community when Michael Jackson died. We remember. How does he not fucking remember this? I was like, wait till you hear about 9-11. Because that is going to fucking blow your mind. Like, if, you're mad, like if you want to get mad about 15-year-old news stories, wait till you hear about Columbine. Like, for real. Like, I don't know what the hell that guy's thinking. Uh, that scares the shit out of me. How the fuck do people not know? And how did you not know that? You knew about the Michael Jackson thing. We knew enough that he went to fucking court for it like five times. Like, I knew about all these fucking old school jokes. Like, come on. We remember this shit, right? That was like one of the biggest talked about trials since fucking OJ, for real. And it was the whole thing. Like, did he or didn't he? Why would the same fuck? Why would like nine different people tell the same story? You know what I mean? You can't. You have a hard time believing all of them? Really? No. It's the Jesus juice and the Coke can. It was just drinking can, drinking fucking wine out of a can. Like, like fucking always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's what Michael Jackson was doing to these fucking children. Like, we knew that already. You know what I mean? I don't understand where this came from. All these old jokes that I had to stop telling. Like, how many fucking... How do you know it's bedtime at the Michael Jackson house? When the big hand touches the little hand. You hear about the fucking sale at Kmart they're having? The Michael Jackson sale? All boys' pants are half off. What do McDonald's and Michael Jackson have in common? That's exactly right. And how long have you known that joke, sir? Forever. Since for fucking ever. Welcome to fucking 2019, where yesterday's news is a month ago already. And how do we not you just get mad? How are we just getting mad about this shit now? What was your next joke? You're coming. R. Kelly. I do have a lot on R. Kelly. Uh, uh, Michelle Carter. Uh, I didn't have the Michelle Carter. I had the R. Kelly. Uh, R. Kelly, uh, yeah, I, when I was a kid, I got in a fucking rollover car accident and this is true. I remember like the car was upside down and smoking and I remember fucking having like glass out of my arms and shit. And like, I hit my face on the dash so hard my shoes came off and I didn't know that. So I'm like leaving the wreck and I'm fucked up and I, I go to turn around. It's like three in the morning. My friend had a broken collarbone we all escaped just fine other than that broken collarbone, but I'm, I'm kind of fucked up and I turn around to grab my shoes and I hear from the fucking smoking upside down car. It's the remix to Ignition, hot and fresh out the... I said, fuck my shoes, and I never went back. So I'm an R. Kelly survivor, too. It just happened a little different. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. I think that collar's kicking in. Are you ready to do some comedy? Yeah, you. No? I can keep going. What was the rest of your set? Exactly. Luke Newman, everybody. The police at my door. Fresh Adidas speak across the bathroom floor. A brother didn't even have time to speak. I had to creep out the window, make my way to the streets. Oh, yeah. This is what I came to do. No fear. This is what I came to do. And great. Great. It's my turn. Great. Great. 
Raise your hand if you're uncomfortable. No. Yes, right now. I got a hand raised over here. You're uncomfortable. Um, were your parents alcoholics? No. Okay. Then fuck you. All right. Now, now raise your hand if you're uncomfortable. Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't, let me tell you something. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's first and foremost. This is going to be just really uncomfortable for everybody overall. Good. Yes. Boom. All right. So I got two out of whatever, however many. I don't want to count. Should I just go ahead and do it? All right. Fuck it. So, uh, yeah. What's up with the, yeah, the, 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 the Michael Jackson shit? What's up with that? You guys believe you guys believe that? You believe that he fucking he fucking was jacking off with these kids or whatever? You guys believe that? You believe it? Yeah, it's universal. Universal, huh? Just you just believe it. Why? Who how many people? At least nine. At least nine. Did you see the documentary? And they are. No, I didn't see the documentary. And let me tell you why I didn't see the documentary. Because, you know, if he's guilty, he's fucking guilty. You know what I'm saying? Give me the fucking verdict. I'm not going to fucking sit through a fucking four-hour, you know what I'm saying, fucking. (laughs) Michael Jackson, my God, my musical hero. God damn it. I'm not about to. If he's guilty... Fucking tell me he's guilty. Let the courts decide. You fucking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let me catch this story on CNN. Like, Michael Jackson was found guilty to, uh, you know, uh, he raped some kids and he's guilty of that. But also, it's like the motherfucker's dead. Come on. He's dead. You know. I mean, I don't know. You had, you had all the opportunity. It just seems it just seems gratuitous. If he was if he did that, it's like you come up with a documentary. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not, I'm just I'm just I'm like if if he's guilty, he's fucking guilty. And I'm I'm not I'm not I'm fucking I'm not gonna fucking deny that shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know I'm gonna keep it real. But like Michael Jackson is one of my musical heroes, so I'm definitely not about to sit through no fucking four hour you know, two-part documentary just fucking having my heart broken. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to watch that. If he's guilty, he's fucking guilty. I don't need to fucking see a fucking four-hour documentary about it. Can you feel that? That was a good joke. (laughs) All right. All right, anyway. All right, anyway. Um, yeah, but yeah, this is it's crazy, man. They got the they, they got they got leaving Neverland. Is that what the, that's what that's called? Leaving Neverland, or was it leaving? Um, leaving uh, who? What was the R. Kelly shit? Leaving, surviving R. Kelly. Thank you, Pam. God bless you. We got surviving R. Kelly leaving uh, 
leaving Neverland. I'm, but but you know what I'm saying. What's up? What what happened? What's up with uh uh Willy Wonka's documentary? You know what I mean? This motherfucker. <laughs> What's up? Why why aren't they why aren't they on Willy Wonka's case? You know what I'm saying? Where's the where's the leaving choc leaving escaping the chocolate factory documentary? Okay. I don't know. Just seems like he, I just watched that recently. This man was like, I'm looking for a child. <laughs> All right, Willie. We got a documentary coming out about your ass. All right. So this has been going well. I like, I like, um, well, let's talk to some people in this last 20 seconds. What's your name, sir? Again, I ask, what is your name? I don't give a fuck. Tommy. What's your name again? Uh, you're hurt. Should I just end it right now? Wait, let me let me hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what I'm saying? You deserve your money's worth. <laughs> All right. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I have a joke. And then I'll and I'll I'll um I'll fucking get out of here. Um. All right, this is this is. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna give this a go. Hey, everybody! I'm gonna give this go. I'm gonna give this a go, and I'm gonna get off stage. I'm so white. How white are you? I fucking did the the 23 and me and shit, and they were just like, oh, "You just you're white." Okay, so that was probably yeah, that was a bad joke. All right. Um, Is everybody thoroughly uncomfortable? Are you uncomfortable? Pam, are you uncomfortable? A little bit? Could you be more uncomfortable? Cause I can go there. Alright, uh well this is this was you know, this was um this was okay. This was just okay, you know what I'm saying? And uh you know, life is what it is. Let me tell you guys that, you know, life is, it, ha- it it happens, you know, and we live and we, and we fucking, you know what I'm saying? We fuck and we, you know what I'm saying? We, we break up and, you know, we, sometimes we fuck people that we don't fuck with. And, um, and that's, and that sucks. And, uh, and sometimes we realize that you know death is coming to us all, and we, and 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 we all and we all die. Sometimes that hit that'll just hit you, straight in the fucking heart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, who who's hosting again? Are you hosting? 
Who the fuck is hosting? Come get this fucking mic, man. Can't stop the shine, can't stop the shine. Y'all ain't dropping rhymes, you dropping dimes. Whitney, Rockley, and wine all the time. You can follow the leader or fall behind. That was cool. That was the open. That was the open portion of open mic. Somebody has to go there, you know. Every once in a while, we. I feel like a place like this should have some bongos for like every time it turns into spoken word like that. That would make a lot more sense to me. All right, folks, uh, that's going to do it for a wild and crazy show. They did say, beware the Ides of March, and this is the type of shit they were talking about. Thank you so much, Mutiny Radio, for having me. My name is Zach Zimmerman. Zimmerman. You guys have all been fucking great tonight. Have a good night. Zach Zimmerman clapping for him. If you guys, I mean, there's, there's technically 11 minutes left in the podcast, so if anybody wanted to, I don't know. I guess you, if anyone's giving any birthday wishes to Zach Zimmerman or if anyone wants to come in here and plug any upcoming shows you have or whatever. Uh, also, people, uh, listening audience, coming up at 8 o'clock, Pam Dass' Comedy Clubhouse. Let's see who's on the show tonight. We were supposed to have this guy from L.A. named Elijah Howard, but he, yeah, the, the piano works. Um, are you going to play Happy Birthday? Jeff Rattle, maybe? Some, uh, so on tonight's show is Eric Cash, Ira Summers, Zach Zimmerman, Dan Smith, and Kevin Wong, and myself. Uh, drag over a, a microphone so that uh, we can, the people on the radio can listen to. No, out out there. Luke Newman's gonna grab a microphone out there and he's gonna play some music for you guys on the piano. Do you need any light, or are you okay? We can have more light. If uh, if you guys are looking for a show tomorrow in the East Bay, I invite you to Rotator Tap Room. It's a free show out there, and I hope you join us. So here is Luke Newman playing music.
I'll just wanna let you know what it is. Okay. It's at thirteen. That's the one. Yeah. I was yeah, yeah. Tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is Darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. 
things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't know anything about it, sorry. All on my limited view. Yes, every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, and Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes, oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God, there's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media. M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter. Podcast, MOV Podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your review. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends. Here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse 
every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pam Dastics books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pam Tastics deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars—I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of you. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes? Every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radio. Mutant Radio listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 5 days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter pump. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. 
meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere, Asiento honestly is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls, trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties, the food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to 